my lovelies, I'm Jay Aquenenza and these are going to be your Capricorn season messages for Cancer. Well, it doubles as the full moon in Cancer uh, reading. I'm very excited about this full moon that's happening in Cancer. Um, it just feels lovely. It just feels love and much needed. I think it happens on Boxing Day, if I'm correct. But you'll have to double check that. But anyway, Cancer, right. This card that you see me holding up right now, the giveaway, it, it's basically the Queen of Cups. There's not a more perfect cancer card that can come out. Um, I love that card. I don't see it very often. I will say that. So that's a big deal. Um, I'm going to get started reading that for you as uh, as we get into this. The other thing I, I want to say is you guys got the same rune. Uh, I will pull the rune right at the end. Um, you got the same rune. You got the same rune as, um, oh God, who was it? Gemini. Now, that's very telling to me. Of course, you are the second house of Gemini and having a full moon in your second would change your value system. And so it makes sense to me that, you know, if Cancer would get the same rune, because it's a, it's a very powerful rune. You'll see when we get to it. But while I'm still pulling the cards on the screen, I'm going to read you what came up. So this is the giveaway. Remember, there's the essence, the invitation and the medicine. The essence, the giveaway is the gift you offer to life without attachment, without expecting anything back. And that's the unconditional love, right, of the Queen of Cups. It says you can only give what is truly yours, a smile, a nod of encouragement, a gentle touch and a kind word. This is not giving to others what you no longer want, like the sweater that no longer fits, but gifting that which is most precious, your authentic love and genuine feelings. See, that's the Queen of Cups, right? Anyway, the invitation. Make a list of 10 people and things for which you are grateful. Connect with the feeling of gratitude. The giveaway comes to ask you to find the same gratitude without needing anything or anyone to inspire it and to share the gratitude with those you meet. And like, I'll just pause it for a moment. That whole part of not needing, uh, without needing or anyone to inspire it you know that that's when we come into this mindset i think that's changing for everyone it's taurus right it's that thing of oh, well, you're not worthy of my time attention love whatever because when we say that to someone else we're saying that about parts of ourselves that there are parts of you that are not worthy of your love and attention which is bullshit right um it says as you offer thanks your heart opens and you start realizing how much life has given you 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 heal your feelings of scarcity and open yourself to the abundance that surrounds you. The giveaway invites you to be in the flow of life as you give freely and receive freely. Now, the thing that I will say about this as well is it's my life hack. It's, you know, whenever you feel like I don't have anything or whatever, is there's so much that we can give to people, whether it's a genuine heartfelt compliment, like telling that person, you know, how much they've done for us or how much they've meant to us. You know, that that's something that we can do for free, yet we don't usually think, you know, it, it, it can change our mood, it can change our mindset, it can change our heart set rather, right? Here's the medicine. It is difficult for you to set limits, and sorry, is it difficult for you to set limits on how much of yourself you give? If you give more than is healthy, then you will not be able to give for long. You'll feel resentful with your partner or associates, or you'll feel like the world owes you something in return. Notice if you give for any reason other than pure generosity, and this is the Six of Pentacles as well, 
Are you trying to be liked or accepted? Are you hoping to heal an old wound? Start giving to yourself first and foremost. Offer yourself the care, the love, the time and the acceptance that you are no, that you are longing for. Once you experience plenty, then you can truly give to others. And this is why I say with the Queen of Cups always that, um, and I promise you when I, the Queen of Cups interpretation actually doesn't come from this card. I've, I've never noticed how much they are aligned with each other. But I would say about the Queen of Cups that her feelings are a gift to her first. You know, the gift is always to herself first. So that's a really wonderful, powerful message to get there for a full moon in Cancer. What's the next card that you guys got? Well, you got Community. Which is about to be a massive theme. Um, your eighth house is Aquarius. You've got Pluto shifting from your seventh to your eighth. And there's, you know, I always think of Aquarius when I think of community, but it doesn't always have to be that. But let's, let me have a little read now of community. It says ancient forest. I've always wanted to live near an ancient forest. I've been looking around the UK to see where there are ancient forests. But anyway, it says the towering ancient trees in a forest look distinct from one another. Yet beneath the surface of the earth, their roots are intertwined. The roots act like a kind of communication system throughout the community of trees. Instantaneous messages travel through this underground system. Nutrients can travel on this network. Trees at one side of the forest can supply the nourishment required on the other side of the forest. Danger at one end of the network is communicated to the far end of the intertwined roots. Sacred Landscape wants you to know. Support is all around you, even if you are not consciously aware of it. Allow yourself to be supported. Give encouragement to others. The more you allow yourself to be supported, the more your dreams can come true. If you believe that you have to do it all alone, you will. Your true family is not just blood relationships. Sometimes the strongest family ties are friends who know who you are. Sometimes they are ancestors and soul family who reside in spirit. This card speaks of finding your community and your people. It is a card of remembering that your people are at your side, believing in you, loving you and standing strong beside you. Call on your community and ask for their assistance. They're only a thought away. Amazing, beautiful, wonderful. Love it. Now, let's have a little talk. So Cancer isn't quite done with Capricorn yet. Um, I think... I may be guessing this. I think that there will be, I think when the sun is in Cancer next year, it will oppose uh, Pluto. So I think there's one last sun Pluto opposition in Cancer Capricorn. I'm going to double check that actually. I have no idea where I got that from, but no, there isn't. That's it. Okay, so you guys are done with um, Pluto. Now, but here's the thing, right? So you're, you've got, that whatever that transformative energy of Pluto has been, it's been in your, it's been in your seventh house, right? I know all about Cancer risings and or Cancer suns and their relationship woes since two thousand and eight. I know all about it, right? Trust me, I get it. Now it's going into your eighth, which is you know Pluto. I, I do associate with eighth house energy anyway. In Aquarius, so there's there's a, a difference in this, and and part of this I feel. And, you know, I'm totally biased Aquarius here, right? I, I really feel for Cancer, and you've heard me say this before, that collectively we're really good at Aries, Taurus and Gemini energy, or we have a variation on that. We're not so great with Cancer energy, like you know, which is our feelings. 
that's where we struggle. We're a, we've got addiction problems. And I think part of Pluto in Cancer has shown our addiction or the power that certain emotions have over us. And that isn't just like wanting to feel, I call it the chocolate diet, right? Wanting to feel good and happy and joyous and fulfilled and stuff all the time. But also um, the things that we'll do, like mood adjusters that we use out in the world, um, what is happening to the family unit, all this. This is all stuff that I've talked about loads of times before. Now, with this... Um, this this full moon maybe it was the maybe i was thinking about this full moon or i was thinking about cancer and pluto's last um rendezvous but with this full moon it there's something around our i think our relationship and i'm saying i'm gonna say everything's a relationship at the moment because of that south node in libra right north node in aries which that they square you right the nodes are squaring whatever you have in cancer at the moment the nodes will swear uh, square that with um, your 10th house, is, the North Node is in your 10th house. So you may, your role in the world may change, right? Even if it's not around career. Um, look at this, right? The giveaway community. This is more of a presence, more out there in the world. All the cancers scurry under the sand saying, no, not me. Um, you don't know. But I kind of feel like what comes up here, you've been doing some stuff. We've got the Knight of Wands in the past. So you may have been exploring different avenues, trying different things. Um, that exploration, the adventure, right? This is when we try different things here, but you're ready to commit to something. And as soon as you commit, it's almost as if the old stories come up. So be mindful of that. And I'm jumping ahead. But if you get that sense of, oh God, I knew I was better off doing the thing. Like, you know, when you kind of, I always think we we detach and then we reattach in a healthy way. Even with relationships, even in with work, right? You take time off work. When you go back to work, and trust me, I made that mistake. I, I detached. I was ill for seven years. Went back to work and I went straight back to my old routine. Like, you know, I started acting as if I'd had a chronic illness, not that I have one. And so the same shit happened again. So if you go, if you're considering going, it doesn't even have to be go back into something, but you're committing to something or someone, right? Whatever it is. And this kind of three of swords, old stories, triggers, wounds come up. That's okay. That's to show you that you've changed, that you're, how you react to that will change. But that's an inevitable, inevitable part of this, right? Let me, before I get to that, let's read you the rune. The rune you got, which Gemini got as well, is Dagaz. Um, and here, it's Breakthrough Transformation Day. Powerful. So it says, here is the final rune belonging to the cycle of initiation. So it's the end of the beginning, if that makes sense, right? Drawing Degas often signals a major shift or breakthrough in the process of self-change, a complete transformation in attitude, a 180 degree turn. For some, the transition is so radical that they no longer continue to live the ordinary life in the ordinary way. And that, you know, I can only wish that for all of us. Um, and it's interesting that, that that rune came up because I did Gemini's reading yesterday. I'm recording this. It's um, at the moment it's 1.42 in the afternoon on the 20th of December. So, I yeah, I recorded Gemini's yesterday and I, you see me shaking up the bag. So it's fascinating that this comes up for you guys as well. Um, this says, because the timing is right, the outcome is assured, although not from the present vantage point predictable. 
In each life, there comes at least one moment which, if recognized and seized, transforms the course of that life forever. I love this. So powerful. I can feel it in me as I'm reading it. Rely, therefore, on radical trust, even though the moment may call for you to leap empty handed into the void. With this rune, your warrior nature reveals itself out in the world. I'm going to say for you, Cancer, your warrior nature reveals itself out in the world, whatever that means for you in your local community, within your family, within the team at work. Right. You know, this there's a real kind of stepping up energy that I, I feel with this. It says if Degas is followed by the blank rune, which it isn't because I don't pull any blank runes, the magnitude of the transformation might be so great as to portend a death, the successful conclusion to your passage. A major period of achievement and prosperity is often introduced by, I mean, please don't take that in a bad way. Like, just say that is the magnitude of the change that it, it, it says, right? A major period of achievement and prosperity is often introduced by this rune. And so does the Ace of Pentacles um, show that. The darkness is behind you. Daylight has come. Nevertheless, you are reminded not to collapse yourself into thoughts for the future or to behave recklessly in your new situation. Considerable hard work can be involved in a time of transformation. Undertake to do it joyfully. Lovely, right? I love that card. Okay, so that's pretty powerful. Now let's get to your cards. So as I was saying, with this Knight of Wands... Um, that's in the past so maybe like that sag season maybe it's to do with the last year from last sag season or think about um gemini season because that was the last time we had a full moon in sag was in gemini season so whether it's been a year half a year or just you know last month um this you know the thing with the the knight of wands and that's why temperance comes up with sag energy right the knight of wands can be perpetually on this looking for something looking for something i'm a sag rising that's one of the traits of a sag rising is that we spend our lives looking for deeper truth deeper knowledge and one of the things that we're asked to accept as a sag rising is that you may never find it you may never find it and it's about that quest it's about being comfortable rather than making it about all right well when am I going to learn this or how am I going to know this it's about being comfortable with that exploration with that adventurous spirit with this kind of wildness that is like there's more there's a deeper meaning to all of this and you know that's something that I've become very comfortable in myself knowing that I will breathe my last breath and not have the answers that 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 inquisitive nature that curiosity that relentless search for something will always be there and at one time that sounded frustrating to me. Now it doesn't. And maybe you've come to a, a similar realisation or understanding about yourself. Um, that's your sixth house. So you may do this in your day to day. You know, that inquisitive nature of exploring things. It's playful energy as well. It's very creative, the Knight of Wands. And I, I, maybe you've been trying to get creative with your own life, right? Or you've been trying, like, you know, more Hollywood creative um, ventures. What do I mean by that? I mean by that in terms of actually um i always say hollywood creativity is like the song the the painting um what else the writing like you know that kind of literal stuff but i think on a, a more kind of human level it's day-to-day -day coming up with different solutions to our lives like, you know, even how we go to the grocery store we get creative with everything so let's get one for this but at some point the knight of wands that's what temperance shows up in the path almost the night of one world the fool and says hey you've got all these experiences now 
what are you creating with all of that what are you create turning that into that's the al alchemy of the, the angel who pulls the liquids together right so what am i making with all of this right the high priest in the future is the hierophant you've got the hierophant in the past so here's the thing right so if the knight of wands prince of wands in this deck is off to go explore you know different lands new experiences to do different things right different compared to what what was traditional the path that led there so does this mean a return to that path or does it mean i mean it, we never it won't be a return anyway because that adventure the travel i mean someone who's gone backpacking for a year and comes back it's changed them so there's a sense of having been changed by whatever this adventure was and it may not have felt very adventurous right um may have been there so you've got the two of pentacles here and this is day to day nine of wands anything no matter how exciting it is when we first start to do it it becomes mundane and boring right it does we get tired of everything no matter how exciting that job was when we first started it it at some point it's going to be like oh god i don't feel like going to work right or no relationship retains that first initial excitement that we have when we first meet someone or even you know your favorite restaurant the first time how surprised you were that they had the exact food that you love you go there i mean you might enjoy it i'm not saying you won't enjoy the things but it doesn't have that same night of ones you can only experience something for the first time the first time really truly right and so but with this the nine of ones is something's ready to wrap up like whatever this journey has been or whatever that you're ready you're done with that like you you've gotten the experiences that you need out of it and the two of pentacles now there's a kind of mundane quality to it now you might you might be weighing up the pros and cons of what to to commit to or you may have just infused like be done with the kind of um makeover of your day-to-day -day life or whatever this says to you let's get some clarifiers why i love these collective readings they've basically been reading themselves and i love that not not that, that saying that because i don't want to read them but it's more um yeah look you got the magician and this card was coming up oh seven of cups all right so yes with the two of pentacles now you've got you've got things right you've got whatever it is in your life the, with the magician coming up this is mercury mercury is re well went retrograde in your seventh we'll go back into sagittarius and moves forward then from there all right uh, goes direct sorry on the and i think it's the first or the second of january depending where you are in the world so there is i get the implication of a decision that needs to be made because there's two pentacles are you juggling different things are you doing two jobs are you whatever it is that you've been juggling and you may have been doing you know typical sag thing of biting off more than you can chew there's a commitment to one it could it doesn't have to be one of those it could be something new that you go and create but i do love the magician here which is the magic happens through you. So if you've been considering, do I do this or do I do that? The magician says, hey, the magic's gonna happen through you. It really doesn't matter which job you pick. It really doesn't matter where you decide to live. It really doesn't matter how, which community you join, what hobby you take up, what business you want. It doesn't matter. It's you that are going to take in whatever it is and create something with it. The magic happens through you. So this is about the confidence to use what you know. And that's really important because with the two of pentacles, we can get stuck in the trap of this has inherent value. 
remember the 180 the complete turnaround the transformation it happens with you it happens with what you now share what you give away what what you share with us, how you allow your how you support and allow yourself to be supported that is the key thing that changes here and so when you say nine of wands like i'm tired of this or you know i'm exhausted and maybe you're exhausted of trying to find something to commit to seven of cups is what is a dream worth pursuing what is a dream worth pursuing it's it it will be it will depend on what you're willing to give to it so please don't get stuck in the trap and you know this you're coming in with this underlying energy of the inherent value of you know good people bad people good situations bad situations right they may be but that's you that find it that way that's the key point of this like bring yourself back into it it's not a gift to me i don't have anything to give to this so we personalize our narrative around what we're choosing i love this because you've got the two of ones and this is um this is a mars card it's mars and aries and I, I think this has been coming up so much because it's that north node in Aries in a way. But you're at a crossroads and you know that there's something that you need to do now. This and, and you didn't get the fool, but there is almost a feeling of the fool here. You know, it talked about the, the rune talks about leaping into the void. And this is about picking the direction that allows you to do something differently. Now, I want to say this to you before you think you're going to have to like you know leave the job or sell the house or do whatever um this is a theme that i noticed and i really kind of connect with this coming up in the past few and maybe i can share some of my own pearls of wisdom that i've learned along the way and i shared this very many years ago maybe it was that five years ago when i was feeling that night of wands energy and what i did my my hallmark kind of move was to ditch the d job ditch it would have been ditch aquarium insight right go start something new like that's what i used to do i used to jump ship all the time with my knight of wands but as my knight of wands matured i realized it was to experience things in a different way so i didn't always need a new deck of cards whenever my energy shifted i used to i mean i've got hundreds of decks right um but what i started doing was and that's why you see me use a lot of the same decks now i don't keep buying new decks because it's more profound when I can see the change in energy and message in a deck I know really well. You know, and, and that's why I, I stopped that. I, I didn't need a new deck to get my new messages through. And in fact, that added a layer to it. When you know a deck really well and you see something new in that deck, it enhances that message because not only do you get the new message, but you realize the contrast between what was and what is. So I know people get worried, like, but I don't want to leave my job. I don't want to do this. You don't have to. The most powerful change happens when you show up differently in an existing situation or one that you know really well. I mean, that's the only way you can take it in a different direction. This is how we show up, right? Two of Wands is the energy that we give it. Uh, remember, it's about you, right? What you give to this, what you are ready to, um, how you're willing to show up. Three of Pentacles, this ties in with that community card. Remember, we build it strong together. There does feel like something needs to get wrapped up, though. Nine of Wands, Three of Pentacles can be, we need to complete something. But also remember this with the Three of Pentacles. And I say this to every. I say this as someone who has been in communities, done community. And I don't just mean um, 
you know, on in an actual community, like a Discord server or something, um, which there's a link in the description if you do want to join the Discord server. But it can also be around, um, you know, as a tarot reader, I'm I'm in the community of tarot. As someone who talks about spiritual concepts, I'm in the spiritual community. You know, as um, a content creator, I don't like that term, but anyway, I haven't got a better one. But someone who makes videos and puts up, I'm in that community. So even that is, I don't spend time all the time with the other people and talking to them, but I recognize that I'm a part of that. And so when I show up and do something, I don't shit, if you, you know, and I've never intentionally, I, I don't know, I don't want to say that I've never have, I don't think I have, but I don't shit on other tarot readers, I don't shit on other spiritual um, people who talk about spirituality because I'm part of that community. It doesn't mean all community members have to get on. And that's the Three of Pentacles tells us that, that we all bring something to the table. We don't, it's ridiculous to all be the same or to all say the same thing or to all contribute in the same way. We do it in our way. And that's a good thing to know. Um, did, I think Gemini might've got Three of Pentacles in there as well, but you, your main thing is the Three of Swords. It's not even the Three of Pentacles. But we build it strong together and that means mind, body and spirit. Now, even within ourselves, the, our mind, our, um, you know, our physical body, our gut feelings, our spirit, whatever we want to call it, they all work together to create whatever we're creating or to go in a new direction. And just the example that I always give for the Three of Pentacles is, um, you know, the the stonemason, the, the guy who's building the cathedral, like the stonemason, I guess. Um, the architect and the monk, like the, all three of them are different. They would never hang out with each other socially. And yet they build something together. And that's what communities do as well. Whether it's your local community, like you guys are trying to build a community center or something, or, you know, you've, you've got some charity drive going on in your, on your street. Like it could be anything, right? That you're not all meant to be the same. You're not all meant to you know, this one person's going to come up with the idea, but if everyone was the architect, who would build it? What the hell would you even build? Because the inspiration comes from the monk. He's the one that has the faith in, and so themes of faith come up for you here. You Maybe you've been exploring different faiths. Maybe, I mean, that's another theme that can come up with um, the Knight of Wands and the Hierophant. It's what we have faith in. It's, um, it's what we conform to. I knew this card was going to come up. So we've got the Fool. It's that rune. It kind of, the Fool is so directly tied to that. So the Fool is to, it, think about the Fool. It, it is a leap into the void. It's a leap of faith. So if you have not been able to jump into something or try something new, ask, what do I have faith in? And start with yourself. Like, do you have faith in your love? Do you have faith in your feelings? Sorry, I've got an oil burn, an oil burner going in the background. I just wanted to make sure there was still water in it. Because do you have faith in people's ability to work together? Do you have faith in your ability to work well with other people? You know, whatever these themes are. Take it easy. Go one step at a time. Go slowly, right? Knight of Pentacles. You don't have to charge into this. But the fact that you have two of Pentacles, Knight of Pentacles, Ace of Pentacles, this is a physical commitment of time, effort and energy. And we do it consistently. It's not a one-off. One step at a time. One step at a time. Now, you've got the Ace of Pentacles here. So this is the commitment. What do you see potentially? And that's the key part. 
right? Where you see potential in yourself, that's what you will see reflected potential outside. So where we don't see potential is because we don't see potential for ourselves. I can't see myself growing in this situation is what we're saying, really. I do love this Ace of Pentacles, though. Beautiful Ace of Pentacles, right? It's beautiful. Um, so consider consider this with that Ace of Pentacles. This is a, a commitment. It, and it will be of your time, of your resources, of your time, effort or energy, whatever it may be. Sometimes it can be a deposit that we put down on something, right? It can be like a bag of money, literally, but the Ace of Pentacles can be that a deposit that we put down. Well, Eight of Wands, Knight of Cups. You didn't get the Knight of Cups anywhere else, did you know? Let's get one more. Four of Cups. Four of Cups is a Cancer card. It's Moon and Cancer. So when this full moon comes up, right, and this goes for everyone, but for you, it's you. It's who you who you are. As much as this sounds really amazing and all the rest of it, with that Nine of Wands, with that Two of Pentacles, with that Four of Cups, the first thing that you may notice is where you feel stuck, and and that's a good place to start. Right. Where do I feel stuck? What feeling have I been stuck in? What's been my dominant feeling lately? Um, what feeling do I crave? What feeling do I resort to? Which What's my favourite feeling? Now, just because we have a favourite feeling that we enjoy. like So, say for example, forget feelings for a moment. Um, you, I mean, alright, you can have it as a TV show or a, a song, right? That what song do I keep listening to? And I say that because I listen to songs on repeat. Or what TV show do I find myself watching again and again and again? Supernatural, right? So, you know, there's stuff like that. But it's, it's unless we're getting something new out of that, which the Four of Cups would say no, it's saying, why do we keep doing this? What is the feeling that, I've, that I'm kind of stuck in and that I look for outside of myself? Because that's what the, the Four of Cups person is doing, right? They're looking at the, the Three Cups in front of them and not in this deck. I don't know what the hell's going on in this deck. I mean, it does have... Um, it has a kind of cancer vibe to it, actually, because that's about protection and what what's secure. Let's see. Like, she's... I mean, if you think about it, if you, if you think of all around because you can see she's the only one everything else looks like foggy or in rain right she's dry from that so it's it's almost like what feeling are we not feeling do we not want to feel as much as saying stuck in a feeling this is apathy this is boredom but that whatever that is is it a goose it needs to move the umbrella so she can feel the rain and so she knows what the the what it is because the eight of wands is about movement opportunities the knight of cups is movement but following our feelings like you know moving ahead based on our feelings now not always following the feeling but we're led forward pisces virgo marriage of heaven and earth right so it's doing something physical with it's the giveaway it's whatever love you have whatever you know your spiritual growth emotional growth it's about doing something with it and it can be something small like maybe you start smiling at everyone Let's have a look. I'm interested with this Hierophant because he seems to be lurking in the background as a very kind of dominant energy in it. Oh, wow. I mean, 
talking about heaven and earth that's the high priestess and the hierophant now here's the thing so if you if this is around faith and the difference between these two is one is you know the nuns um the non um the ones that that they're spiritual but no actual faith i forget the actual term for it but they do people who do count themselves as spiritual but they don't really see themselves as being part of an organized religion um so that's the difference between these two that she's spiritual ethereal that connection with neptune that we all have and then the high priest is rules right of the the bible of the the guru grant side for sikhs right you know whatever it might be um th th these are the earthly rules this is how we conduct ourselves this brings me structure to my life these are the rules that i follow now if you've been exploring faith and i'll say this because it is sagittarius and that that's a good time to do that maybe it's been a year of this maybe it's been six months of this there's a different element that comes into this now i mean even with the high priest and the high priestess that is heaven and earth and i don't mean this religiously or in your faith you may experience that but this may also be to do with the rules that you have for your life I've I've had this conversation with many people in my life who, you know, they can sit and they can talk a really good game, uh, myself included, like I call myself out on this as well, of one thing I will check with myself is, you know, when you're sat here like we're all one, we're all one, but then there's the urge to kind of cut someone out of my life, right? And then, so I have to check myself and say, well, that's a part of me too. So what am I cutting out? Now, that doesn't mean we have to embrace every single person, right? I understand that. But it, it's not about, remember what I said about this, it's about the journey to that realization. This is not a judgment on what we should or shouldn't be doing. It's the process and the understanding that goes towards it. And so there's this connection to the spiritual, the understanding that, on an intuitive level, all answers are available to you, right? We have that connection with the divine. Um, the only thing with the high priestess is there's no words. You know, she's the keeper of all secrets. Why is it a secret? Because there's no words to explain this. It's a feeling that we have. Yet with the high priest, there are words for this. Those are rules that are written down. Those are the Ten Commandments that are written down, right? With the high priest, that these are turned into rules. and I think for you, where you're headed forward is a realization or looking at, well, do my outer rules, how I conduct my life, the path that I follow, faith, how I show up, what I do, is it in line with my internal truths that I know? That's it's always powerful when them two show up because think about this, right? If if this is a, the outer rules of life, what have we been doing with them in the past? Or you might have been writing them, you might have been discovering them, you've been finding out new rules, new permissions, whatever you want to call it around that. But here there's an alignment between the internal and the external, between what we know to be true within ourselves, about ourselves and our conduct out in the world and what we support and what we're supported by. Page of Wands with this. So it's fun, right? It's we get creative. We it's the muse. This alignment now guides us in a certain way forward. The devil, and it also shows us. It also shows us where we have an unhealthy 
um, relationship with material reality. I mean, that's what the devil is. It's it's what we're addicted to, right? The fear, uh, one of the things uh, someone said this to me the other day. They said, "I I don't ever want to be, I don't ever want to be stressed about anything." Uh, that's and uh, how how does that work? How do we do that? And that doesn't sound like the devil, but that's the devil. Because think about that. If that you've set that as your rule, the hierophant, that I never, I never ever want to feel stressed about anything, then you would never try anything new. You wouldn't do anything that stresses you out. You're just going to keep doing what you know that you're good at and stay on that. And there's there's a time and a space for that too. But I think this is an understanding around your creativity. You got the the page of wands here. Page of wands is playful energy. It's the muse, right? How do we create? How do we listen to our inner muse? I'm getting one more. Let's see. Why is that devil coming up with the page of wands? What's the story with that? Aha. This I mean it's Capricorn energy. I mean the the devil and Queen of Pentacles is that. And think about that, that giveaway, the community. There's something very innocent about the Page of Wands. It's fun to do, it's play. So think about giving to whoever it is that you give to, whatever it is that you give, a smile, a hug, you know, just kind words, whatever that you get, you decide to give away. Um, it's not done for nefarious reasons, right? You know, it's not done because queen of pentacles you're trying to nurture something create something out of this that's the opposite of your queen of cups um you're doing it because it feels good to you like you enjoy that nurturance um the devil will give you reasons not to do this i'll tell you what the reasons are not to do this or that the devil will use to say it's the three of swords and these are the old stories whatever that may be that you know i knew i should i should have carried on looking or uh, i haven't finished that thing yet i knew i shouldn't have committed or look it's making me feel shit again right you know and th that will show you the devil that will show you the emotion that you are c committed to feeling now i'm not saying that you should not be committed to feeling something um you know we all want to feel happy or joyous or whatever exactly it will sh it will sh the what the devil's going to show you is I knew I shouldn't have done anything. You know, I shouldn't have made myself vulnerable. Three of Swords are triggers. They're old stories. They're where we get triggered. And there is nothing more powerful than a good trigger. One of the phrases that used to get used around the Three of Swords um, is, you know, karmic stuff, right? You know, karmic stories that we have. If you've had a, a road ahead map reading with me, then you know we've looked at Lilith and the kind of soul stage fright or fears that we have and some of them i haven't talked about it with everyone there's i think there's only like very few people that have gone the full extent and told them like the the darker aspects of the stories that we carry with them you can go check them out online they're not a secret um but whoever hears it like when you hear it it's pretty dark stuff like you know murderers and this and whatever which none of us would we're like well that's not us that's not who i am and yet when we hear it it's not about the fact that we are that now. Like, you know, I'm not a murderer now. I, I hate the idea of people being in pain and being hurt. But I do recognise that how I overcompensate so I wouldn't do that. Like, think about that, right? So if you have this karmic story, quotes, whatever your language is around that, 
and you decide to you know you have a story of that you know I've always hurt people or people always hurt me like whatever it is this is with the four pentacles where we overcompensate for that so if I'm a, if I'm a, if I've got this karmic story of this old story of like I hurt people right then think about that why would I get close to people I might overcompensate for that or I might just say right I'm gonna hurt everyone that I see because I hurt people anyway like I embrace it too fully but it's the actions that come from that and it's that's a comfort zone with the four of pentacles coming up I think it's where we overcompensate for fears that we have or stories that we have about us yes so this is why the giveaway in the community comes up with ace of cups it's I mean this is the beautiful ace of cups you can see her shearing all of that wonderful what are they they're a mixture of well the the yellow butterflies I thought they were daffodils for a moment um but the yellow butterflies so that's our emotional growth and that's our spiritual growth and yeah this got the page of cups i've got a lot coming out I, and i might do it for the uh cancer full moon it's just been crazy at this time of year around inner child and parent dynamics and not in the same way that I did in Gemini season, if you remember, when we looked at things in a different way, I said, what it, what is beyond, beyond the shadow self, right? Going beyond that. Because the next level of healing, and cancer is about healing as well, it's not wh where we are right now, what we do right now. That If you look at the Hierophant, the Knight of Wands, and this energy that's coming up here, that which led to our growth, that which was stability, everything becomes a prison eventually right there is nothing more um you're never more trapped than when you when you think you're free like i'm free of this and it's like yeah but what and but that's cycles those are the cycles of life that's how they go so what i get here old hurt pain wound stories that we have four of pentacles of how of how we try to keep ourselves safe and the limitations of that realizing that if i keep using this way to stay safe so that might be a default reaction to how we treat things that hurt us, right? Then nothing ever changes. So there's an opening up here of our emotional growth, a change in our rules. And with the Page of Cups, remember, remember this. And I've been saying this a lot. The pages are the next step after the kings. So a king is where you reach mastery in a linear society. We're not linear, right? But in a linear society, then the king is, the top dog so where do you go how do you improve beyond that and this perpetual growth in a in a cyclical um system then after we go page knight queen king page again we get to be a page again we get to be innocent again we get to have that puppy love again we get to play again So I think I'm going to leave it right there for you guys. But let me know how you get on with this. If you aren't, like, if the, if cancer isn't, like, you know, one of your your sun or your rising, whatever you watch this for, and you watch this just for the full moon, let me know. Let me know wh what you have in cancer or what you don't have in cancer. If you, there's, you don't have anything that I've sat in. I've sat in at 29 degrees of cancer in my eighth house. So let me know if you know yours. But I'm going to hand you over to me in the outro right now. Before you go, lovely people, I just wanted to share a few words and a few thoughts. As you guys heard at the beginning of this reading, I did include a quote 
spoken by David Bowie. Actually, um, I used his actual voice. I was I read it out and I thought mm, it just doesn't have the same punchiness when I say it. So I found a clip of him actually saying it and used the audio of David Bowie. Beautiful quote, and I think it's so true. And the reason I wanted to share it, he is a Capricorn son, by the way. So that was one of the reasons that I wanted to share his quote. If you think about it, it speaks to creativity and the work that we do. But it can be about life as well, right? How we live our lives. And if you feel safe in any area of your life, right? Then yes, enjoy it. But know that you're on the precipice of it becoming a comfort zone of it coming to the end of your growth and I don't think that's because you know we have to be continually growing and moving I just think we're not built to be stagnant we're not built to just be one way when we find life difficult when we find you know it lackluster to use a word that came up in the Capricorn reading without any kind of pizzazz without kind of any anything it's like why am I here what am I doing you know okay I've got this okay I've got that it's because we feel safe And if you haven't been feeling safe, you know, let's just speak there, then by what David Bowie says, you're in the right place to do something exciting. Now, I used to say something very similar to this for a long time. And that was be gentle with yourself. Be gentle with yourself. You're exactly where you need to be to take that next step. And I do firmly believe that. I know it hasn't been an easy year for very many people. And there are certain themes that have kept coming up. In, and I've spoken to a lot of people in the closing out of this year. I've heard all sorts of things about this year. It's been a horrible year. It's been a tough year. What the hell was this year? I've heard all of it. A lot of people who feel very stuck or not sure about the next steps or what they'll be doing next. Now, I know obviously that's not everyone. And I'm referring to people that have booked readings with me or who talk to me who who would, you know, just want to share where they are. But whatever this year was for you, whatever it was for you, I hope that you can see that it gave you something, a gift, maybe even a gift that, you know, you found in yourself and your ability to endure, thrive, survive, you know, whatever this year brought to you, a gift that you can use to create something new, not just in this new year, but in the years to come a vision of a future of what is possible, something that is born out of even the deepest regrets or the greatest happiness that you've had. You know, we've all had different kinds of years and dealt with them in very different ways. I will be doing a talk. I I really want to do a talk on, you know, the kind of just my own stuff for this year and what I see for the coming year. You know, one of the big themes, I'll just share it here, is there is a lot of air energy next year. We've got Pluto moving into Aquarius. We have got Jupiter moving into Gemini and of course that south node is in Libra remember that air signs are the signs of relationships so whatever it is that has gone on with each and every single one of us or whatever it is that we're going to go forward and become please know that a part of this is that we are doing it together with each other through each other whatever it is right if there's an obstacle in your way if you have felt stuck if you have a plan that you're waiting to enact know that we will do it together I I firmly believe that I wouldn't be here if I didn't I mean part of my own spiritual practice has been not just to serve not just to support not just to give I know both the the light and the shadow of those actions even though it sounds really great on the on the surface I know I've worked through and seen the light and the shadow in myself of those kinds of practices but it is also to allow others to support and give to me and that is a spiritual practice and I see it as a spiritual practice 
and it's very humbling and I knock up against my ego a lot because it makes me feel vulnerable but it's something that I've been doing for a couple of years and you know I've been revisiting it a lot seeing the three of pentacles come up as much as it does because part of the three of pentacles which is a Capricorn card it is Mars in Capricorn remember Mars will be entering Capricorn in the first week of the new year we build it strong together and I do believe that we are each other's greatest resources in some ways but why I bring that up is to say thank you thank you to everyone who enters into that relationship with me whether it's because you know I create what I create I I put out these messages and you enter into the relationship of viewing that of taking it in of listening to what I have to say whether you agree with me or not that's not even the point of it is that you engage with it for those who share of their own lives who leave comments and say what's going on with them how they're feeling especially when it's said from an I statement it has never ever been easier than now just to sit back and to be an observer or to just put yourself in the role of the critic who shoots down other people's creations or ideas or opinions and so I have profound respect and love for those people who share of themselves who say what's going on with them and share their ideas and feelings you know you see a lot of these videos where they talk about today's video was sponsored by well all of my videos that's everything that I do as a queer and insight it is sponsored by and made possible by those people who send donations to support the work that I do and I'm grateful to you guys every single day I love you guys very much thank you so much for enabling me to do the work that I do we're all very different I know there's some people that will be celebrating this time of year for others it's you know just another month it's it's nothing big but for those of you that are celebrating I wish you a wonderful festive season no matter how this year closes out at the very least I wish for all of us the hope and the faith that next year will not be like this year just because it's been this way forever doesn't mean it will and whether that's like the the best of times or the worst of times right change is upon us change is inevitable happy new year lovely people happy new year i will be doing a talk so look out for that but for now i just want to say i love you guys very much thank you for being here with me this year i'll see you on the flip side